Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The Long Long Long, the long ball street. Ready? That's not a good start, is it? No, that's not that good start. You just cried. That's not the start. It feels like the start now. Now I'm making it the start. You made it the start. It is now the start. Jack, just a casting vote. Is it the start? Yeah, we've started. We've started. <laughs> we definitely started. Jack, you've been here two minutes and you're, you're you know, throwing your weight around. Running right? things. Sorry, Running guys. things. Things. How are you doing, Jack? I'm good. If yeah, people good. don't know you, mm. I'm sure they will, obviously. Of course they do. And what scumbag wouldn't know Jack Reeve? Yeah. Who am I? Who are you? What do you do? Um, I run Talk Norwich City, the Norwich City fan channel, if you want to call it a fan channel. Fan media. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm the man behind it, pretty much. Nice. And that. and and you also you also work for the BBC. Yeah, I do. Um, I freelance for BBC Radio Norfolk. So, yeah, uh, employed by the BBC. How old are you, Jack? Nineteen. Nineteen years Nineteen. old, ladies and gentlemen. I know. Anybody out there that's that's you know looking at that, that'll almost make them sick because a lot of people that sit there and want to do something with their lives and kind of almost can't quite muster it mm. or sit there waiting to be given permission to mm. do it, mm. waiting for someone to give them a job to come in and make a football channel. Yeah. Jack just started doing it. How when did you start the channel? I was like six. <laughs> yeah, about fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. And just started doing it. And that has created for him leverage ultimately that's now got him a job it feels there. crazy that I've been doing this for like four years mm. like I think I set out around the same time as Arsenal Fan TV really? I think they'd started like a few months before me but my first video was uploaded around the first time they were doing it and I didn't have a clue what I was doing I didn't know how to work a camera work editing software I just set my webcam up and uploaded the file straight to YouTube but no, no one does no, we're, we're, yeah, that's saying, the thing. what's glorious about fan media industry is that most of us aren't trained we didn't go to university we didn't learn how to use a camera. We don't know about podcasting, mm. about writing a script. None of these things come natural. And, I, and you learn through doing it. And, there, and it was born from passion, though, from yeah. a passionate place. And this is why there's a difference between fan channels like Talk Norwich City, mm. like Arsenal Fan TV, like West Ham Fan TV, and then, for example, the Fremantle channels, yeah. which is, they're not made by fans. They're made by for people that are very good at making programs and very, you know, that understand the, how to tell a nice story mm. and have got equipment mm. that are able to then go, there's an opportunity there. Let's actually start to make something. Let's get some, not actors, but let's get some people to come in and be the front for this thing. Yeah. Whereas what Jack's done is Jack's been a Norwich City fan and he's thought, fuck it, I'm just going to 
learn how to how to put my, my I think, I think the shame of it is now is YouTube is there's such high quality content out there that people the 15 year old me would if I would have seen YouTube now I would have been a bit scared yeah. I mean I have to produce content like that mm. back in 2012 it was loads of people uploading their thoughts on a webcam so it was a lot easier to kind of throw your stuff out there and not look like an embarrassment kind of thing and yeah. that, that's the problem now yeah. is there's such high quality people are a bit kind of scared and they're like I can't do that so I'm just mm. not going to do it yeah, but there's also, also on the uh, on the flip though. There's there's, there's this which yeah, kind yeah. of I think I suppose the, the technology is a lot better. Now. Yeah, because to actually edit to to go out and you know sorry doing something on a webcam, but to go out and do something at a football match and mm. speak to people, get the sound right, sync all that together, put it together on your laptop and, and upload it. That was quite a lot of work. But yeah. essentially, these are now good enough that you could put that on some kind of um, gimbal. Um, a selfie stick you know what I mean right. some kind of like you could sit that and from there you, there's apps that you can edit so I know what you're saying about some, there's some really cool looking stuff on there but, yeah. but, but this I, I think that people don't even need that stuff it's like carrying a computer around now isn't it and yeah. a camera and everything exactly um, we, I mean we're going to talk to you a bit more that isn't just it don't, don't worry <laughs> uh, but obviously there's a few things we've got to address Adam's back on the on the on, on the desks on the ones and twos, and and we set him a mission. Oh my god! Yeah, fuck. Birds that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We set him a, miss, a mission um, to, to 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 go and speak to Sainsbury's girl, and uh, and see what is what's happening. Still, I don't know what she looks like. <laughs> oh, Adam! If you come show me that. I'm not. What are you two men walking into Sainsbury's <laughs> just look pointing at a pretty girl, and and everybody she knows she's pretty. They all know she's pretty. We can't be standing there looking at that one. No, um, but okay, but can't we work out a more sophisticated method for which you alert him to the one, the mark? Maybe like a cough. Yeah. When, when <laughs> it's her. No, no, I, I think... I'll, I'll, like, uh, you could, what you could do is you could, uh, in fact, this could work. You could go and you could have a few boxes of eggs or something like that. Yeah. You could trip up, yes. get egg on your face, right? and he could just come up and just help her. You could do it in front of her so she's obliged, and he can just come up and, oh, fucking hell, look at this idiot but uh, but then help you with something and look like he's a, a hero I would do that for you cool let's do it really you know you don't nah, <laughs> <laughs> well, no 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 you're I, I, I'd be the fool I'd run with egg on my face as you say literally, I'm, I'm literally. very sure I'd end up looking a fool as well no they wouldn't know you no. wouldn't know together it would be a trick we'd be tricking her it all sounds right. flawless. It does sound flawless. Jack knows. Jack knows. Um, so you haven't. So all right, we'll, we'll update next week. Yeah. All right. <laughs> he hates this. He <laughs> hates birds and that. <laughs> I love birds and that. There's, in fact, there's a lot of people in the the comments that quite like birds, birds and that. Always yeah. gets. A, <laughs> he always gets a shout. Yeah. Episode three was the windmill incident. We won't go back into that. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll find out what Jack. You, you've uh, recently, yeah, started a relationship with. Uh, she's a, it's like a year now. She's a young filly, beauty yeah. as well. Yeah, she she's is. Nice. She's very pretty. You mean, get everything right? Yeah, yeah good. Yeah. It'd be horrible if you split up in the last week and we were like, I know. God, she's gorgeous. She's like, yeah. she broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> we're a year down on Friday. A good year work. on Friday. Yeah. Do you know, really good. Where did you meet? Let's have let's have some. She went to my school. Um, and then we kind of didn't chat for like through college, and then mm-hmm. just kind of how did you start the spot? How did you woo her, Jack? He just turned around. I, went, I think it, yeah, Jack Reeve. Yeah, Jack Reeve. Check this out. It wasn't really an open line; it just kind of flowed in. Oh, oh nice. flowed in. Ad, you learning? <laughs> Flow in. Flow there, was in no, there was no eggs involved. There was no supermarkets. So, <laughs> oh right. But we don't in Nor- in Norfolk. We don't really buy our eggs from supermarkets. You get them straight from the chicken, straight from people's gardens. From people's <laughs> just walking around <laughs> picking up eggs. No, people don't just, belong like to you. Every joking. other house, people sell eggs in their driveways. Do you know what? It's, it's, it's like uh, it's brilliant. It's, it's, 
Norfolk's own Pokemon. Got <laughs> 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 to catch them all and then eat them. The, uh, we, I, uh, my missus is from Wiltshire in the yeah. countryside, and she is has the same there? four hens. She has her own. Yeah, we used to have chickens. I don't pay for eggs. Yeah. Do you no, ever get, get double yokers? And I haven't got one of them yet. There is no better feeling, honestly. Yeah. Oh, no, there I is like no that. better. Is that like a four leaf clover? Pretty much, yeah. You wow. crack your egg, the double yoker comes, and you're like, it's going to be my day. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be my day. Almost too my, much. My dog's from Norfolk, just to be involved. Yeah. Scrappy's from yeah. Norfolk, yeah, a little yeah. farm out there. Yeah. City slicker now, but anyway, on we got, go. Got a great, a great, question, a great, great question from James, who his handle is Orgasmic Origi. Um, he says black or coloured boots. I, I feel quite strongly about this, and that's why it's there. <clears throat> I think I know what your answer is going to be mm. already. It's black boots. Yeah, it's black boots. Did you have black boots in the Ball Street game though? No, he I mean, pretty, probably had like, like pink orange and pink <laughs> ones, <laughs> and he had his shades on and a fucking. I'm sure I could just see your headphones boots just yeah. up and down. The I mean, Jack, do as I say. Yeah, not as I do. Um, <laughs> I I, uh, I I only own one pair of uh, football boots, and I wasn't going to buy another one for this yeah. game. So that's that reason for that. Thank you okay. for bringing that up, though. But the yeah. uh, I wore I wore silver boots in that game. I got them Adidas ones through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Were they the ones you walk on? Yeah, yeah, they did. Did they have a yeah, little black, yeah. a black, tiny one? Yeah, yeah. I quite liked them as boots, but um, the thing is, with foot, I lost the uh, the studs in them. Like I, they, oh, so that they, oh, I'd no. worn them for the first time, and I was like, didn't tighten them up. No, I didn't tighten them up properly. School so after boy. a bit, I was like, fucking hang on a minute. So I just wore my Astros for the yeah. next second game. What uh, you have to be a very good footballer in order to wear silver boots mm. or white boots. <laughs> and to be fair to Matt, he is a very good footballer. Yeah. Yeah, he know. is. Um, mm. I'm not so much. And, and, and be hard on yourself. Thanks, but I'm, it, it's black boots all the way, and this is one of the things why I love Harry Winks and I love Eric Dyer at Tottenham because <laughs> they're boots. They just wear black boots. Yeah. So John, Joe, Winks, John Joe Shelby, he wears black boots. No fucking about. Yeah. No mucking about. It's style. It's substance over style, not mm. the other. Do you know what, I, what I think one of the most beautiful things in football is when your whole defensive line has the same pair of boots. It's happened once this season for us. They were all wearing blue Adidas ones. It was it was stunning. I think we conceded five, but it was still nice. That's do you quite like the um, what if if boots were in line with kit? You know, like when they do that bit of detail. So like, mm. if you were all wearing yellow boots, would that kind of make you feel like well, like when you've got a team yeah. with such a strong identity, like Norwich with the the yellow, with like embroidered canaries on them. Yeah, if you want to go that way, yeah, yeah. yeah. that way from flamboyant. Uh, yeah, no, it'd be nice. That could kind of work. I, yeah, I, I would say the same. I, I, if, if it was blue and white boots, I'd, I'd be fine with that. But by and large, black, black, and black only. Hmm. Um, you got no feeling, really? Don't care. No, I, do, I, I think at times, <laughs> at times, I would have said just black, but it's kind of it's got so out of control now. Do you know, what I think black boots are eleven aside, coloured boots are five aside. Look, the fight, this, is, this is what I'm saying. Is people wear coloured boots and five-a-side, you're going to get your ankles snapped. Mm. In fact, I remember going and buying a pair of Astros, and I went into a shop to try and buy some, um, and they didn't, they didn't have a pair. Everything. What, Astros? They, they didn't have a pair of black boots oh, right. for me to get at the time. Mm. It's like, in terms of what they sell... There's like one pair of black boots for yeah. for every thousand sort of pairs of kind of orange yeah, or, or yellow or pink or Ronaldo, Messi. They don't yeah. wear black boots. They get sponsored no. to wear the boots they do, and you know whatever. It's all about money, isn't it? Um, <laughs> so yeah, to tell us a little bit more about talk. Yeah, I just wanted firstly on the on the footy, mate. Like it's just oh yeah, yeah like talk about championship. Because it, it's been a mad season, hasn't it for for Norwich though? It's been a weird one. You started off like a house on yeah. fire. 
and then it tailed off. Then it looked like you were back, and then you got pumped by Chef Wednesday, yeah. like 5-1. I was like, yeah. what the So, yeah, we started the season fairly well. We were top of the league in October, went to St. James's Park, 93rd minute with 3-2 up. We're about to go seven points clear yeah. at the top, and we lose 4-3. That's true. Um, they scored in the 95th and 96th minute, and I was literally done. That was like, t- tough to take. <laughs> Come all the way to Newcastle. We're winning. This is amazing. The worst thing. We're so going up. We're so going up. Hang on a minute. Oh, shit. Well, fucking hell. Points to- oh, fuck. I think we're, we're 3 1 up a long in, the way eight, home. in the 85th minute. And then I think Dwight Gale scored in like the 87th. And it was 3 2. I was like, please don't draw. Please don't draw. <laughs> but we would have still been like four points clear or whatever. Mm. And then they scored to make it 3 3 in, in like the 95th minute. And I was like, okay. It's a draw, I'll take it away from home. And then they literally, from kickoff, straight down. And I think it was Goufran scored. Yeah. And I just sat there. I was listening to it on the radio. And I was like, football, I'm done with it. Yeah, yeah it's tough. But I was back again the, next week. But the yeah. thing is, is that what it, it, when that happens in that moment, it's a very difficult thing to deal with and mm. compute and understand what's happening. Because we've all experienced it. Mm. You know, I've had a horrendous one where we were 3-0 up against Man City. Yeah. They were down to 10 men at half-time. And with 10 men came back in one half and beat us 4-3. What? Yeah, that's, that was in the FA Cup quarter final <coughs> in 1995. Did you go almost numb? Or was Jeez. it like an anger? So this is what I'm saying. It's that's not anger. No, no, definitely it's not anger. It, it's your... It, you're not... Anger is something that happens to someone that you as... He's aware of what's yeah. going on. It was less than that. It was base um, numbness. Mm. And, and what I... Shock. Shock. Yeah. I was in shock. So yeah. it was as if, as if I'd, I'd been pulled out of a horrific yeah. access, train wreck. Yeah. And I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I had to go home and have a bubble bath. I, I let my missus know, and she uh, she ran a bubble bath and oh, spit some candles in that. Best, isn't it? Any bath bombs or just bubble bath? Well, I don't really like bath bombs. It's no. kind of intimidating. Yeah, just you know, flying yeah. around the bath and that. They are. <laughs> <laughs> um, hard to hard to, hard to compute that, isn't it? And that, um, yeah, you know, you get over it, but it is it's um, it still hurts. But even in the Premier League, we went to Newcastle and we were doing okay up to that point. And I think it was two two at half time, and then we lost six two, and that just completely derailed our season. Mm. Um, and then we, we go up to St James's Park again, which is a hell of a trip up from Norwich, mm. and it was an evening game as well. So people getting back like six the next morning and um, and it just ruined our season and then we over the Christmas period we went ten games without a win um, yeah it's just been weirdly horrendous. you stuck with Alex Neil. yeah uh, unbelievable how he's still got a job I mean there's something admirable in that yeah I think it kind of is and I, I've, I've looked at Alex Neil and I was like I just can't hate you because if anyone sticks at their job under so much criticism for this long mm. you've kind of got to admire a man with such bravery and such stubbornness well do you know who else did that Mugabe <laughs> no one rates him true he's stuck, stuck around for too long yeah I'm not sure if Alex. Mugabe was as well, Alex Neal is as bad as Mugabe but no I mean, some Norwich fans will probably say he is yeah um, <laughs> you got to admire it I mean, we do keep talking about Newcastle so uh, have you any chance sorry of getting into the um, uh, not now if, if we would have beaten Sheffield Wednesday at the weekend yeah. there was possibilities but now we're nine points do. off yeah. we mentioned Newcastle a couple of times I know do you not want to talk oh, about yeah. it? No, I don't want to talk about it. Just yeah. briefly. Yeah, I know, I know that's the problem. How do I feel currently? Because um, if those who don't know, and you should know if you're a part of this, because yeah. Huddersfield are essentially our adopted team on the Long Ball Street podcast. I know, we've never been relevant ever in, in all my life. By the way, the best team to come to Carrow this season. Who? Without a doubt. Who? <laughs> I love that. Without Huddersfield. Yeah. I've heard that. A few people have said that. Yeah. And Kristen Hennage, actually, we were texting during the game and he was like, 
I still think you'll go up and a bit of a smash and grab. And it was. I think that there was a little bit of. Uh, uh, did you see the goals that we conceded? They're all yeah. horrendous. Fucking mental goals! Like yeah. every one of them was mental. The like, first one was should have been a penalty. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, should have been a handball. Became a penalty. The next one, the keeper kind of had it and lost it. And then the third one, the keeper keeper had a, keeper had a shocker. The yeah. subkeeper then went up for a corner and just showed at both ends of the pitch that he can't judge the flight of the ball. Like, why don't for a corner if you can't head it? Yeah, you know when they send keepers up. It's like, do they practice that? Mm. Like, are they actually good at heading or do they just send it? Up? <laughs> no. It's, so why even send them up? That's, yeah, Do you know what yeah, I mean? It very rarely works. Fucking hell. But then if it does work. Yeah, but does it? how no. often does it work? I'd like to see the keeper stats, you know what <laughs> I mean? But yes, yeah, so, so we, we lost and it was a, it's a tough one for us because we like 76% possession. Really? 76% Jeez. and we had a lot more shots. I think they had maybe like five or six shots and we had yeah. about... 18 but but 76% but that was like I've been saying all season maybe not necessarily on here as much but privately between us I think that we're a little bit naive mm. and that there's teams <coughs> that are a lot more ruthless than us like Leeds like Sheffield Wednesday that defend a little bit more dogged and the thing with Newcastle and, and Brighton is they can get away with playing poor football and still walk away with results yeah same with Sheffield Wednesday they yeah. weren't great at the weekend and they spanked us 5-1 yeah so. we just conceded too many easy goals but we're still in it I mean Brighton lost as well so we're still in it but uh, <coughs> that was one where it was it was difficult yeah. to then kind of be all nice with the baby afterwards because I just had <laughs> I just had frustration and anger yeah. and hostilities and Ty went to the gym and I'm there just with this kid and it's crying <laughs> and do you ever like discuss and it's crying like really because you know, can feel it's like who's, what's this bad energy yeah. around me and it's not my shit it's me watching Dwight Gale doing this oh, <laughs> it's always come on to that because there are things fucking go on you knock him out wouldn't you for that what a wanker. I loved it <laughs> no he's like what giving it oh what about? a great celebration like calm down everyone yeah. it's like it's like Huddersfield you're not going up yeah. I've just made it so <laughs> everyone just calm down you've had your moment in the sun it's, just like, it's a horrible man yeah Horrible man. Horrible. Imagine if it was Brentford and set you down. Yeah. I'd still rate that. You'd still rate that. This is, <laughs> this is what these young kids are like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was that. Right. So, talk Norwich City. Yeah. We talked a bit about how you started it and, and, and why, why, well, why actually, what, was you, what made you set it up? Because you said you started it at the same time as Arsenal yeah, Fan TV, it, it, so it weren't that. That would have been my assumption. It was a bit of a selfish reason, really. I wanted, I want to go into kind of sports broadcasting, so I set it up as almost a portfolio. Basically, I'd gone to all the local newspapers, all the local radio stations, all the local TV companies. I was like, "Can I have work experience?" And they're like, "No, you're too young." Because I was 15, yeah. so I was like, "Okay, I'll, I'll do it myself then." So I set up. Love a, that. Yeah. Set up. Um, set up Talk Norwich City, which was basically just a place to upload my thoughts, feelings. Uh, had a little blog on the side, which no longer exists, which I used to just write stuff. Mm. and I was like here I am and um, and then like a year later when I was old enough they were approaching me and being like do you want to come write articles for us and, yeah, and you were like maybe yes. fuck no and I was like well maybe <laughs> if you would have accepted me when I when I wanted to come on board so yeah but don't yeah. be bitter Jake no the, um, he's not a bitter man no he's not he's but it, it's mad because we've kind of we've obviously known you since about that time yeah. and, and it's although you still look so young um, you've really seen you grow yeah. you know into a, a fine fine young guy really and mm. and that starting all that off yourself and rather than because uh, so many people almost outsource responsibility for their lives to other people mm. so it's like it ends with applying for I'm too young I can't do it yeah, just oh well on the Xbox it's like yeah. and, and you've gone can't do it alright cool well actually I'm just going to start this myself yeah. you know mm. it's amazing it's a great exa- I think that you are a great example for for 
any young people that are actually wanting to do anything around sport and media. And the opportunities are there now with everything. You've, you can set up a blog for free. You don't need money. You don't need yeah. anything. It's all there for you to kind of exploit, really. Mm. Not exploit, but use to the best of your ability. Yeah. Yeah. So. It is. It's almost more difficult. You got into it at the right time. I started the yeah. Brighton Cock at exactly the same time, more or less, as you did. And it was kind of before the wave had really taken mm. off. Mm. I wasn't even aware that this this was going to be a thing. Yeah. Fan media was going to explode in the way it, it has. But mm. you, you did it at yeah. the right time. Your commitment to this day, you're, you know, you're, you're thinking up new strands and doing doing new things. And it's a good time to be involved and to have been established as yeah, you definitely. are. Because obviously the the, the the fan media thing blew up recently. Yeah, the mainstream kind of really started to pay attention because of what happened between Arsenal fan TV and. And Gary Neville. Well, it, it's still, I mean, that whole revolution, if you want to call it that, um, is still really in its infancy. Mm. It's only just getting recognised. I mean, we were going out and speaking to people at Ball Street as a as a collective um, a couple of years ago, and people wouldn't take a meeting. People yeah. just didn't understand it. Um, now I think we're getting to a point whereby people are actually going, okay, cool, I do get it, because it's been... The, the Gary Neville Arsenal fan TV thing it's almost like it's broke through a little bit so now people are actually getting in touch with us a little bit more and going what is it that you guys mm. can collectively do you know mm. so I think that it's a we're right at the starting point of uh, or not the starting point but it's it's still very young um, but actually very exciting about where we can go and what it can be because I think for someone like Jack it's not necessarily whereas when you were uh, at 14 years old you were looking at your the career path was to go and be on Sky yeah, or on yeah. BT. 100%. You don't need that now. No. Mm. You, and that's, that's you a, never need to be on that. Yeah, that's the kind of thing I've had to constantly reevaluate is what do I want my end goal to be? Is it Talk Norwich City? Is it working for someone else on telly? And, you know, that's something I'm, I'm constantly looking at and thinking, what do I need to change? What do I need to do in order to be in that end goal? And it's hard to tell because mm. everything's moving so fast. No one knows if TV will be round and... 10 yeah. years or whatever no yeah. one knows if this will last so yeah. yeah it's just kind of doing what you think's best at the right time I, I think everyone everyone's in that situation yeah. to some degree no one really everyone's knows kind of scrambling and not really if you look back and you look in you just kind of look smooth but no one really knows what what's going on and yeah it's an exciting time it is exciting and keep being open minded is really good but ultimately what will see you through to, to you carrying on and doing things that, that make you happy is, is your you know your excellence and your willingness to, to learn and, and your, yeah. your attitude. attitude attitude and aptitude yeah. it's all the words yeah. that sound like that <laughs> all those things because that, that's what gets you through and that's what yeah. you're yeah. successful if, that, if the platform is there for fans to make media then you're going to be involved in some way mm. definitely yeah. but also you're, he's slick as Jack he, you know what I mean because he's you know although your, your girlfriend looks very beautiful like she's punching you know Drifting. like of course she is like he's Jack yeah it's beautiful, isn't he? It it's more beautiful than James. Yeah, you're hating this show. Yeah, yeah. No, he's cool. He's cool. He's the, he's the most grounded, like level-headed. I don't think much phases you, does it? Not um, too much. What, what have you? Because it must have been. Uh, I can imagine um, that you probably come across a little bit of envy and a little bit of resentment, a little bit of hate at times. Mm. How's uh, how's that been? Like, what are some of the challenges that you've faced during this period? Because uh, 15 to 19 yeah, yeah. I was yeah. I, I completely half the guy that Jack was mm. half the maturity hard, and the aptitude hard to deal with criticism yeah, at that age of course but it is. yeah you're going through kind of a, like I've changed so much from a, from a 15 year old and the thing is people 
see how you're developing because you're, everything you've done is online. Yeah. So it's tough to go through it's, that. But yeah, it's, it's in the public domain. Yeah. So um, yeah, there has been quite a lot of challenges and stuff. Um, there's been a, a lot of hate recently um, with the whole Ipswich game, and you know I, I do get a lot of stuff. But is that from Ipswich fans? Yeah, and they really don't like me. Like really don't like me. Well, you're the figurehead um, for their for, for their rival. Exactly. And I don't mm. expect them to like me. I don't no. like them. They they don't have to like me. Like I'm yeah. cool with that. But. Yeah. Um, I feel it's almost worse for people like my mum and stuff who watch my videos and they go into the comments and they're like, I want you dead, I want this and that. I want you dead. Yeah, there's been, there's always comments like that. And every video there's stuff like that. And I've had tweets about like my dad and stuff. And for me, that's, um, doesn't phase me. I'm cool with that. That's amazing. But for people looking inwards and they don't really get it, like my girlfriend and my family, they look at that and they go, are you really like, is this okay? Like, is this the right thing to do? Does, does, Does it, I mean, is it, how have you coped with that? Because um, I, I think all of us, to some degree, have gone through that, but not yeah, nothing like yeah, that. Yeah. And, and you lost your father, didn't you? Yeah, so that was um, nearly two years ago now, and I was still doing this, and I didn't really take a break. And I was listening to the podcast the other week, and a question that came up was like, when did you realise that it wasn't about the kind of results yeah. and the game? And I think it was through that point, because that was almost kind of my support group. Like, although my family and friends were great, I had constant support from like my viewers, supporters, like Simon Thomas from Sky, like invited me up to the sort of Sky and just helped me out. People were saying like, do you want to come around for like a meal or anything whenever I needed it? Yeah. So it was that point when it wasn't just the football, it was more wow. like a club and a, and a, a community. Yeah. I don't even, I don't really care about the results now. Wow. So. Yeah. I just think that, um, God, man, uh, like if, as you know, I've got a daughter and mm. I think that you 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 just you, you do think about what they're going to grow up yeah. like and stuff and, and I look at Jack and just think if she could grow up being like Jack I would be delighted mm. not that she'd be into Norwich but just what a guy to deal with that kind of adversity to kind of yeah. keep going to have people saying such negative things to you which is completely unfair and it's actually nothing to do with you it's just mm. because some people have got nothing better to yeah. do than try and pull people down that are trying to rise up and better themselves and, for, for and, me, and reach for their goals kind of, yeah, full um, of admiration for you I, my honestly, kind of thing is is I listen to all constructive criticism. If there's something that'll say like, "Yeah, you can improve this," I'll always listen to that, and I'll always listen to people who I respect mm. and who I love. But if it's someone who I don't know or and like hiding behind this anonymous that kind of thing, I just yeah. it doesn't even doesn't even touch me. That's amazing. Like, you know these people are, are, are fuckwits. So yeah, don't and like, you never really see successful people hating on people because they've got they haven't got the time exactly. they haven't got so you know that they're something's not gone right I guess what, and I will almost feel sorry for them in a what way. you're that's, doing so. that's right that's the thing that is the right way to be yeah because it's true isn't it you, yeah. I mean we had a guy that was like over a week that was just anybody that said something was just yeah, abusing yeah. them and like he's abusing us we were fucking sheep or hipster sheep or something and he's just like every single thing <laughs> yeah. is bitter and I was actually I was like I'm sure I've seen that guy's name before and I thought mm. he was alright it's like and the so people who don't like your him. stuff yeah. and then come back and watch more and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. If you but, don't like something, But you, you don't do just think it. something's wrong, yeah. you know? Because they must be receiving hate and things must be wrong in their lives for them to actually you almost spend their day yeah. enviously trying to, you know, it's like... Hurt, it's yeah. trying to hurt people. You yeah. do worry about them. I, and, but, but the thing is, is, I'm a 40-year-old man to mm. sit here and see that. You're a boy that's just been through what you've been through with your father and yeah, stuff yeah. like that and to be getting that hate and to actually be able to rise above it like honestly mate I can't even um, 
I think I want to be like Jack when I grow up because it is just that <laughs> you're an example. You really are, mate. You're mm. an example. Um, um, yeah, you are. You know, it's amazing, and 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 it must it must be tricky dealing with the the, 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 the hatred and, and the, the, just silly people on the internet, right? Yeah. Ultimately, and when you come to the realization that they li- they literally shouldn't have any impact on your life at all, they tend not to. Yeah. Um, you've also had problems on a more complicated levels so not people being hated <laughs> yeah. on, on the internet which is, which is you know you block them or yeah. whatever yeah, you don't yeah. have to worry about them ignore them but you can't block the EFL yeah so tell us a bit about the problems you've had here because one of your strands is the match day experience isn't yeah. it the, what do you call it so I basically vlog my day at, on a match day vlogging the ground well they used to vlog in the ground yeah. um, on the way my mates stuff like that chance and just put it into a vlog but now um the, the juicy bit of that content in the ground filming the chance the goal reaction me you know raging at Tim Close making another error um, has now been taken away because the EFL have changed their rules or changed their rules over the summer which basically now means that you can't film anything within that stadium for the 90 minutes that the game is on I always assumed and always thought and I think it always was the rule that as long as you don't film the pitch and yeah. you don't film the action you're cool Yeah. that then changed and um, basically anything in that stadium you can't film why, why why do you think that might be well we spoke about the Man City thing a few weeks ago where there's a guy on Periscope yeah, yeah. that his dad's away um, and he's basically gone right I'll Periscope this for me old man I've probably got 35 Twitter followers yeah. and it blew up yeah. didn't it and it went viral and then that's the kind of thing that makes people um, take note because the commercial relationships that people have in place are all based around creating value for someone. So the match or the the, the viewing of the match, etc., is the value, and someone's paying for that. And and if then the the, the license holder, like the um, Sky or sorry, like the Football League in this regard, um, if they are allowing people to um, sabotage that or undermine that, then that is seen to be taking away value so they'll get a lot of pressure put on them then therefore but by the uh, um, by the, the broadcasters the people that are paying for them so it's all, ultimately it's this kind of friction that is created around it you can almost understand if someone's just standing there periscope in a game it's the same it's like of, in the cinema isn't it yeah it's the same kind of thing of like when the, the David Hay fight the other night there was someone streaming it on Facebook That's there was like right. half a million people watching it yeah. you're like yeah. first of all how is Facebook not recognised there's a huge amount of traffic going to this video yeah. um, but that's a different thing but you can understand if people are just filming the game yeah. because yeah. that is taking away clear value but the thing with me I was never doing that and I was filming myself and it was almost kind of mm. yeah it was, it, I wasn't filming the pitch or anything and I almost feel like it was value to them mm. rather than value to me absolutely because how much stuff is there out there that's got a bit of an audience mm. right that's demonstrating how much fun it is to go to the football yeah that's the thing. So it, the, the the whole traditional media, the, all these traditional players, really they should be looking at this space and thinking, brilliant, we can mm. work with yeah, them yeah. and we can, we can find a relationship whereby we'll let Jack do that and in return Jack could do this for us, yeah. you know? Because Jack reaches an audience that's different. Jack connects with, 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 a, with an audience that they probably don't connect with. Mm. Equally, Arsenal fan TV does, you know, and it, some people might never go to the game, mm. but it might make them support the team more. It might make them more interested in the narrative, yeah. you know. So it's, it's got a role to play. But I think that this is it's typical of um, disruption. 
you know, football, there's been a status quo that's been a certain way for a certain amount of time. And now through technology, uh, through cultural uh, shifts, uh, through the advent of social media, it's enabling things to happen that that, that upsets the Apple car, mm. you know, because yeah. they've been trading these deals for so long and they want that world to stay the same because they've got a really nice place in that world. And now these things are happening that are kind of challenging and creating friction between them and their partners. And ultimately, I think that probably what you'll see is this is going to be a little bit of a trend mm. whereby the uneducated, the ones that don't understand it, are going to start to try and... Um, eradicate this kind of behaviour and this kind of content but I think that that will then create a backlash it'll it'll allow groups like us to mobilise even further mm-hmm. and actually then start to act and, and, and combine to kind of stand up for what's right uh, and battle these things and I think that in the end it'll win out because like you perfectly said um, they actually they benefit from that yeah do you think it's almost them kind of not really knowing what to do so they kind of like stop this Everything instead of kind of trying to discuss things and definitely yeah because it's because it's new and they've never had to kind of deal with this before and I mean it's been about for a while but now the viewing figures are starting to pick up and mm. people you know with fan channels their audiences are growing it's almost got to a stage where like we don't know what to do we're just going to stop it yeah kind of thing. I think definitely I think definitely there's there's a little bit of that it's kind of almost like there's it's the most obvious thing to do it's like all right well, we'll tell them we can't and if they carry on doing it. We won't let them in the ground. Yeah. It's, it's that. Now, the, the the problem is, is there's probably a bunch. I mean, there's a bunch of people that are doing this kind of stuff, yeah. um, and there's no. It's hard for them to have a one size fits all rule, but because you are openly, I'm Jack Reeve. This is how you get in touch with me. Here's yeah. my email address. That's quite easy for them to. To come to, to to say right, you Jack, here's your letter, mm. and other people it might be a bit harder for them to find because yeah. other people that content might not be I'm Jack and I'm doing this. It might just be this is Leeds fans doing yeah. this or this is so and so fans doing that, mm. and that might go even more viral. Mm. And it's fans yeah, doing it, but it's harder for them to kind of stop that. One one of the key points in the in the point sixteen in their rules um, was about the commercialisation and and the fact that you'd. Obviously, part of your channel there is this kind of ads and, and things that you you kind of you're ma- you're not making a lot of money off of your channel because yeah. how difficult that is to do is it's incredibly difficult. But but do you, could it be do you think that you may have got around this this letter or, or this at least you would receive this kind of warning if you hadn't commercialised that do you, or is it just a, simply a case of them wanting to control all of the space for, the, for to, to, to advertise yeah I don't think it's a, it's a fact of the, the money I earn because the tens of pounds that I earn from it is hardly going to affect their <laughs> billion pound deal so I don't think it's that I think it's almost a fact of we need to nip this in the bud early we need yeah. to stop it we want everything we want to control everything uh, and the commercial angle is what they're thinking yeah, yeah. because that's what they do is that they create, try and create a premium they charge someone to own a certain segment of it or um, a broadcaster pays for certain broadcast rights and mm. therefore this is where the flag's drawn it's this could affect Sky continuing to pay for this mm. or Channel 5 paying for this you know I mean, that, that's you, what it comes down to but isn't that their right then to protect what they have to sell or is it just a, is that kind of a, a too old no, I mean, way to think. I mean, look, it, yeah, it is to, to a degree. Yeah, it is. You know, you they've uh, I don't know what laws to quote, but but it's their stadium. Uh, they're buying you a ticket with a certain um, restrictions to your behaviour in that stadium, and if you you know you can get thrown out if you're not 
you know it's not like you can go in there and treat it like you, it's your own house you know what I mean you've got to sit in your seat you've got to stand up or sit down or whatever they want you to do so yeah they do however many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. It's kind of are they um, by doing this? It's like they're they're losing out. Yeah. Like we said before, it's like it's a very short term view. I think. With, with fans I don't think fans have ever felt less engaged with, with the game than they have now and I don't think this is going to help things at all Yeah, and we should say no. also this is a rule that's passed down from the EFL yeah, not to Norwich yeah. and to everyone else yeah. so it's not so the club's fault You know, the, I think the, the clubs will also feel slightly annoyed with it because I'm sure some of these rules will affect the, the content that they can make but mm. interestingly the Premier League don't have such restrictions mm. She's odd. No, I think that all that will come. Yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna. Pe- people, like we've said many times before, they don't want Jack in there making video and creating a movement and having people interested in his content. They don't. They want Jack to sit in seat thirty-five, yeah. row M. They want him to pay his season ticket and buy his shirt. That, 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 that's what they want him to do, and they want him to cheer. And, and if, not if, too loud. Not, not too loud. No, no. <laughs> and if they get a new signing, they want Jack to turn up and and you know cheer for the new sign and stuff like that. What they don't want is for Jack to make a career out of it. They don't want fans to do that. Mm. Um, however, I genuinely believe the long term. Is that they will because they'll get to a point where they'll start to realise that 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 they need people like Jack, people like us, people like Robbie, people like Paul, because they yes we support Arsenal or we support Spurs or we support mm. Norwich or whatever, um, but we feel disconnected from these clubs. We feel disconnected by the way that they act, the way that they they treat us and talk to us like we're customers, mm. you know. Um, so, so that disconnect is we need places where you can go and have a conversation, an honest conversation. About. We need message boards, mm. we need blogs, we need vlogs. Um, so we do something that they can't do, which is that f- fans trust us. There was this Edelman um, trust barometer thing that came out um, last week, and it's talking about how trust in big companies and in businesses and from the Olympics to FIFA to whatever is 
all-time low. Mm. There's no trust in these places. So, and football's had that because there's been people feeding at the trough for many years now. There's trust, people trust Jack because they, they know who he is. Mm. They've seen what he's gone through in his life and he turns up every single week and he continues and he's consistent and if he's upset, you can see it and if he's happy, you can see it mm. and if he's excited about something, you can see it. This is authenticity right now and there's a bunch of channels like that and at a time when people are extracting their trust from these big companies, they're reinvesting it into people that they actually fucking, they know yeah. what he stands for and what he's about yeah. rather than someone that goes... Yeah, we're cost we're into football. Yeah, we think the World Cup should be over here yeah. in Qatar. Of course we do. Fucking whilst you know what I mean, yeah. shoveling cash in, you know what I'm saying? So it's like th- this is the the beautiful friction that's happening and it's gonna go a bit of both ways, but I, I believe long term we will we'll win. There's a, a, an expression first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they fight you, then you win. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's right. As long as you feel you're doing the right thing, and that's all you can do. And I think what yeah. we're doing at the moment is the right thing. And I think people will start to take that on board and join the movement. Exactly. All right. Uh, what? By the way, I just remembered. I mean, say, there was a great moment last week when the fire alarm went off. Uh-huh. Did you see? Yeah, that? yeah. yeah your, little, off, your little, your little Fucking terrified it was. It's so loud. Yeah, it was so funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was uh, during the. There was a bell. Twice, wasn't it? Yeah, twice. It was just funny watching you jump. Okay. um, All right, there's one last thing, because obviously a lot of accusations are going to get thrown at Arsenal fans' TV, that some of them, you know, they benefit from the fact that Arsenal lose and so so on. But obviously you're on the other thing, the other end of the spectrum, because you could really do with Norwich being in the Premier League, with more eyes on your channel. Um, How have you found... Uh, if you kept up the same enthusiasm during the championship it's, it run. is tough I think the last thing you want to do after a loss is talk about it even more you kind of just want to go to the pub have a, have a beer and just forget it but with this kind of business that we're in if you want to call it that you have to go home and you have to talk about it until the next game and then you'll probably lose that game mm. so yeah it does it, it is tough and um to get up for a, a Tuesday night away game away at Bristol is also tough mm-hmm. um, but at the same time my core audience is still there it will always be yeah. Norwich fans so I don't mm. think the audience will ever change and I don't think views will ever drop too drastically but yeah of course the Premier League is more eyes it's easier it's easier to get them views it's funny man like I don't know if it's if it's an English thing because we do love a moan I know mm. in, I'm from Yorkshire we love moaning yeah. yes, we do it really well um, but when I was at when I was at TalkSport it was quite funny because when teams would be winning so say Spurs were winning mm. there would definitely be less Spurs fans calling yeah. to talk about winning <clears throat> when losing people are dying to mm. phone up and yeah. and do whatever so th- there's naturally we we kind of we sometimes we want to vent and we want to take out frustrations and and if you're a place whereby people come to talk about that mm. and because because part of it for them is seeing your views but the other part of it is is that there's a load of other people that care about the same like thing the vent, yeah. having a conversation in the comments and saying actually I don't agree with you Jack I yeah. thought that so and so played really well and, yeah. and actually Cameron Jerome actually played shit or whatever yeah, you know yeah. that's the kind of conversation so it's about you've got a community and sometimes you have good weeks and sometimes you have bad weeks but to sit there and say that any of the channels would want their team to lose is mad you never want your team to lose but I don't know if it's if it's just for me or for other people. My channel does always do better when we lose, for whatever reason. Does it? Yeah, the views are always up when we lose. We see on my pod, the podcast, the Fighting Cock. Our our, view, our listens drop off mm. significantly if we lose. We win, they fly. Yeah, like, we've had a great season. 
And it's weird, it is, isn't it? Maybe it's just the type of audience you have. Yeah. Who wants to sit there for an hour listening to us go <laughs> yeah. over the fact that we've just been pumped? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That, I can understand yeah. that. How many... <laughs> what, was your, what was your listenership like after last season? The Newcastle when, game. When, when, yeah, yeah. Well, the Chelsea game and the Newcastle game. I don't think... The, Newcastle, the Chelsea game was all right because... We had a moral victory of smashing them bastards up on the yeah, pitch. Yeah, people wanted to talk uh, about we, that. Yeah, we tore them, the tore their spleens out. We might have lost the game, but we we, had, we won the fucking war. <laughs> I, but the but the Newcastle game that was a tough one. I, yeah. I don't know. I haven't checked back. I will check. Yeah. I don't even think we recorded that week. Yeah. I think we were all so fucking that, that was a sh- we were shell shocked. Yeah, Newcastle was, are just dicks, aren't they? They are. They're they're dicks. Just ruined, <laughs> ruining ruining everyone's yeah. day. They never do anything good themselves. They just ruin other people. Yeah, it's true. Um, all right, so we've got some pod questions. Favourite bit of the pod, because um, I, I like it. because we, we, there was, There's some great comments. On, I, I think because we mentioned the comments on the last pod and yeah. how, how much we like uh, and the little community we've got on YouTube now. Yeah, we have a lovely little community, actually. And yeah. so I've really pulled it out of the bag with the old uh, the comments this week. Um, not much about you, Ad. <laughs> good. Is it good? <laughs> or do you need to work harder? That's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's been learning from Craig, hasn't he? In the in the reluctance. Scale. Yeah, yeah. He's got. We're getting him on camera. We've got. Him. Yeah. Oh, I did have a question actually. Um, yeah. If if um, if if some of the female listeners of the podcast were up for, for going on the date with you, Ad, yeah. would you go? Got to see what they look like first. Oh, it's just so shallow. It's not about that. It's not about that. It's about well, the send, person. Send your application in. <laughs> send your up. He's expecting a lot. Yeah. PO you, box. The girl, I'll send my in my email. Um, how's he do it? Huh. What do we do? How do we, I should have thought this through. You should. Um, all right. Look, if you're interested, just type five 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 for cyber. <laughs> Five five what? Cyber. Cyber. So people that used to use chat rooms in the early nineties will know that reference. Five 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 cyber. For cyber, yeah. It's just these weird men on the internet that were looking for uh, cyber sex on oh, forget it. <laughs> I think it doesn't matter. Um I can't definitely not me. now. Definitely not you, no. My god. Um, yeah, interesting. Yeah. So five 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 cyber that gets five, you. Five 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 four cyber. Which gets you five 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 four cyber. cyber yeah and then you can slide into someone's DMs and crack on with the old cyber sex if you want have <laughs> you ever heard of cyber sex I've heard of it yeah but it's so old and I don't need that does he does not need that he needs, he's got the exact opposite of that yeah he's got a lovely girlfriend a lovely lady hmm. um Adam though mm-hmm. uh, anyone need <laughs> anyone wants to go on a date with Adam type five 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 for cyber in the comments below I think you need below. to open a PO box and get pills at Hanbury like yeah. I looked into that it's expensive is it it's really dear yeah yeah but the the value of love is yeah. it's more. worth it that's, that's it true. if we can find that you're right I fucking love you Jack alright I've got a question uh, from Mark Ellison do footballers have a responsibility to put back into the community like Stephen Naismith has yeah they do 100% I haven't seen I know Stephen Naismith done a lot of that at Everton with, was it the homeless and buying their meals and stuff done uh, nothing at Norwich eh? no not on the pitch or off the pitch <laughs> wow. but no, no to be fair with Norwich we've got like a really good um, foundation the Community Sports Foundation who I think are the biggest like footballing charity in the whole of England like right. they do more work for people work with more people than like Man United and Chelsea combined or something like that so I think for Norwich it's more of a community effort but um, players like Tim Close, they've been like um, he brought out this limited edition car air freshener, the most random thing, right. and was selling them for a local charity, and he made like fifteen grand or something. Okay. So yeah, hundred percent, and they they have enough time to do it. Don't get yeah. free points for charity work though. 
I think the no. uh, I think absolutely like they should, and you know a lot of footballers do really, but. I think it's everyone really should do it. We, we we know Mark Ellison well. He comments a lot. We like Mark, yeah. um, but like I think everyone needs to, don't they? And giving back to the community doesn't necessarily mean cash. It's just like I think people just need to be a little bit more, in general, like <laughs> positive. I think nice. You know what I mean? Nicer. Yeah. It's like th- th- this is a world we're all in, and we all have to take responsibility for it. It's not just rich people's or the government's responsibility we've all got to play a big role now I think in this planet as we move forward so there's, that's there's, how I feel there's different ways you can give back to the community as well it's not all about cash no that's like, what I mean when I was between girlfriends I gave back <laughs> I gave back to the community all the time all the time by finding a bird that wasn't as fit as me and you know in Sainsbury's <laughs> spending some time with how it how does this even happen it's straight faced he delivers this as well because it's true I don't know sometimes caring community is all about sex no just making people feel special that's yeah that's it making people one, feel special I did have one problem when I, I got myself caught up in a situation where um, this is it, it's going to sound mean but there was there was a, a lady of a certain proportion in, in front of me and I thought do you know what no one's talking to her you're on a night out all her mates are talking to these blokes I'm going to go and talk to her and well she got like she took it obviously she took it like I was massively interested so I got to a certain stage where I was had to explain so you then hurt her in the end yeah I was just being nice I was no I didn't say that I kind of I just took her home (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really but I did get to a stage where I had to kind of make my excuses and leave so I went from trying to do something nice Nice to to having so the moral of this is like don't try and do something nice don't try just be horrible just leave the footballers they they should leave it to the football <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So there's another question here mm. by Brian um, underscore underscore Matuvo. Yeah. Um, how is Flav gonna feel when Arsenal become the last team to win at White Hart Lane? Right. Ooh, so that's a horrible thought, isn't it, for you? Yeah, yeah. This guy's a clear, great, hundred percent certified dickhead. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, uh, it, it's no. It's, it, I get where he's coming from because he's, our penultimate game is is against Arsenal at White Hart Lane. Okay. Um, he's, he's obviously dismissing the fact that Man United could also beat us on the final de- final game. Um, it would be hor- horrible and it would be symptomatic of the, what Arsenal have done to me over and over again over the past couple of decades if they were to take that away from me on the last day. Yeah. But... There's an air of slight inevitability about it. Absolutely. 100%. Like, we, we probably would go into that game needing three points to ensure that we finish above Arsenal for the entire season and, and lose. So that, 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 that kind of shit happens to Tottenham all the time. But not, not anymore. I'm not having it. Right. I ain't having it it's anymore. Changed. If, I don't know if it's changed, but I've just decided not yeah. to accept it anymore. I think um, I think it's a big day for Tottenham, and we're all about energy and passion and, and 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 believing in something. Yeah, Arsenal can't come to our turf on that day and take the piss. They cannot. It will not happen. So that's what like the third to last game of second, the season, or the to second last, to last home game. Yeah, penultimate home game. Yeah, or game home game. Right, because I'm just thinking that there might be. Yeah. A lot to I mean, play if they do, I mean, imagine if it's like last year, and and their play. Imagine if if that game puts them above you for the league again, and yeah. and it's the yeah. last. Uh, why, like, I mean, that, look, that'd be really cruel. Yeah, 
I mean, and in a way, I can see you want that to happen. No, I don't. Why would I want that to just happen? Just can see it in your eyes, man. No, no, I was just saying, like, this is serious. This is what I don't want it to happen. <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, I don't. I don't care. You uh, care. I care. So, say if you lost to Arsenal, mm. would you then want to lose to Man United so they weren't the last definitely, yes, definitely, one hundred percent. Even yeah. if it meant you dropped out the top. Christ, yeah. Imagine that. Yeah, I wouldn't let Arsenal. Have okay, that. so right, so you lose to Arsenal, yeah. right, and they get to then two points behind you. Yeah, right. That's what that win does. Yeah, and then we're in the league table. You're second at this time. Yeah. Chelsea's gone. Yeah, right. And you play Man United at home. Yeah, and you just need a win to make sure you finish above Arsenal. Mm-hmm. So you've got a decision. Do you yeah. cheer your team to win and finish above Arsenal, but know that Arsenal are the last team to, to beat, beat you? What's your decision? Because that's a tough one. Thank you, Brian, because for giving us the uh, the green shoots of a great a great conundrum. Oh, oh. Or do you got to choose one now? No, but I, no, no. I, I'd let them have that. You'd let them have the last team, but then you we finish haven't finished above them, above them in twenty six years, Matt. Twenty. Excuse me. Sorry. But forever they'll be able to say to you. 26 years. 26 years. It's horrible. No. <laughs> yeah, so that's I'd, what you choose. I'd, yeah, I'd definitely choose beating Man United. But if we were above them anyway, then I'd let Man United beat us so that Arsenal couldn't have that. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, thanks for your question. Uh, there's a couple more that were quick because these were sort of <coughs> Twitter, but there's a couple more on YouTube. So marching yeah, on together. Mm. Um. um my nemesis, but we kind of like him. He's all yeah, right. he's good. He's, 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 he's a good guy. Yeah, he's, he's a good, good guy. guy. He said, "Pod questions. Uh, what's the most intimidating game you've attended? Either you doing the intimidating or you being intimidated." Mm. Um, and then he says, "I can't find Matt's channel. It's like digging for a fucking gold mine. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it's a gold mine rather than a fucking <laughs> cesspit. Cesspit. Yeah. So go on, Jack. Go on, Jack uh, yeah. Most intimidating game I've ever been to. Yeah. yeah. Ipswich away playoff semi final." Was this like last year or year before something like that? Year before, a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah, ended up getting chased out of Ipswich, got kicked and spat. Out. Really? Yeah. Shit. And people think that the Norwich Ipswich game is like just like a load the of farmer, load of farmers, com- the combined classico. Some people. Think <laughs> that. That's good. But, um, no, that was that was a big one, and there was so much to play for against our biggest rivals. Mm. Um, yeah. And yeah, that was intense, but we won it, so it's cool. It's always good to win these what, games. What you got, Matt? Um, I've got a couple. I'm trying to decide. There's been a there's been a few uh, and it was a game in which I was both I'll tell this one because I was going to do the Millwall will never make the station yeah, thing but I've done that yeah uh, so I'll tell one which was quite fun which was where I was both doing the intimidating and being the intimidated um, <laughs> we went to Blackpool it must have been the season nineteen like nineteen ninety four or something like that mm. Neil Warnock was in charge we just signed um, Ronnie Jepson. It was Darren Bullock's first season. Mm. Andy, a young Andy Booth was wow. was coming through, and it was Blackpool away first game of the season. And so I went there, and I used to go to the football all the time with my uncle and sort of family angle. Um, but at uni, sorry, not at uni, at college and whatever, I'd met some you know some other guys that kind of like thugs. Yeah, that were a bit more thuggish than me. Mm. So I, I'd gone to this game with them. And the Huddersfield end was a lockout, which sometimes happened, but it was seaside, first game of the season, beautiful hot day in August. First game of the season is amazing because you've got hope at that point. You've not seen how <laughs> shit what you are. What are you talking about lockout? What's that? So it's a lockout, so it's pay on the gate. Right, gotcha. But you get there and it's like they won't let you in. Yeah, yeah. So we went, so one of the older lads that was a bit more savvy was like, right, let's let's go around to the home end. So I ran around mm. there and he's like, just see you from St. Anne's, which I didn't know what that was, but I think it's near Blackpool. Right? Yeah, yeah. So we go in there, all right, lads, where are you from? Because obviously there's a 
load of people coming through it sent hands cool we go in there get in there was, that, that, was that the whole security check you just had to say <laughs> yeah, yeah that was yeah, yeah. you guys are from Hunchby yeah I'm from St Anne's mate <laughs> And, uh, yeah. Sam, cool. Get in Sam there. Sam from Yorkshire. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not St. Anne's. Yorkshire side of St. Anne's, though. Uh, so anyway, go in there and, uh, you know, kind of you're sizing it around. And next thing you realise there's quite a few others feel in there. So uh, you're singing, you're singing, you sing. Next thing, it's just going off in lumps behind us. The game started, right? Mm. Five minutes into the game. I think we score straight away. Um, then they're fighting in lumps at back at stand. And it's all kind of kicking off. The game stops. The players are kind of going off to the side. Then, so we've been in there giving it that, and I think the, I forget what the Blackpool firm was called, but like the Meat Cleaver Men, something <laughs> like that, right? So I'm just a young skinny kid, do you know what I mean? Like a bit, a bit, a bit older than Jack, but still you know, yeah. naive and young. Uh, and then, so we all end up on the pitch, right? Like, is this on, true? On, this is true, yeah. Fucking on up. the pitch, so, so then it, and they showed it. So we won four one, great day out. We went on to get promoted that year. But um, on the pitch, and then you can see, so it's on calendar, which is like um, Yorkshire's ITV yeah. thing. Like, and you can, it's showing you, and there's trouble started off at Blackpool, Huddersfield Vans, and you can see how you can see me on the pitch, <laughs> like, walking around like, like I am, fucking, you know, 10 men in a wetsuit. Uh, and uh, I wasn't. And then uh, we, the great thing was is that they actually took us all round and walked us down the side of the pitch. Yeah. And we then went into... They opened up an extra area of the stand and we ended up in the Huddersfield end anyway. Cheering? Yeah, and obviously oh, I was like, like a hero. But just, so no, they, could, they didn't abandon the game then? No, they didn't abandon the game. They just stopped it momentarily. Did anyone see the, the Hereford game from the weekend? It went no. kind of viral. So I th- Herefords were playing I can't remember who they, who they were now but Hereford had just gone down and they'd scored it was 2-1 really late on in the game mm. and all of the Hereford fans just bombed on the pitch that must have been a, a pretty big game and one of the fans headbutted the opposition keeper what? and there was like massive fights going Shit. off and they had to abandon the game it was like the 87 so it's so it's Hereford yeah, it fans like were winning and, yeah, and, they, and they abandoned the game because that. of the oh my god yeah. So. Shit, let's put that in somehow, lad. Yeah, Should we, yeah. Make a note of that. We'll stick it in the head button. Look, that's crazy, and it cost them. So the game was. Um, yeah, so they. I'm not sure if they gave the three points to the other team, but the game was definitely abandoned and stuff. Crazy. Um, so mine, I, I was really young, but definitely the most intimidated I've been is uh, in. I was 1993. Uh, it was at Main Road, and Spurs were playing Man City in the FA Cup quarter final. Um, and we we beaten them four two, but on about eighty minutes, their fans decided they just had enough. They were unwilling to uh, to let let Spurs through without filling a few of their fists. <laughs> so they they all run on the pitch. All all their fans run on the pitch. And I would say maybe three hundred, four hundred. And I'm in there with my family, uh, my my brothers. My brothers being a bit older than one particular, being a bit of a Jack the Lad, Ryan. He's kind of doing exact same things with his arms wide like that. <laughs> come on then. He's, he's literally 15 years old. <laughs> come on then. Yeah, yeah. Come on then. Sure, I'll take a lot of you. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, and the, uh, he, they, they came on the pitch and the police came out. Um, Spurs, a couple of Spurs fans pulled, 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 poured onto the pitch, but it was, it was generally all right. There weren't mm. that much violence and there was this kind of standoff. Police, fucking about 18 police horses came on. Bloody um, hell. The chairman... 
of Spurs that had to come over and calm over all the Spurs fans down stay, you know, stay, stay where you are yeah it was mad and I'm sitting there like, I'm next to holding on to my dad going they're not going to get us are they dead they're not going to get us my dad was like come on then yeah. he was like don't worry don't worry but he was like fucking shit yeah. he was shitting it He's had, he had yeah. his four sons around Bless. him three sons yeah you must be you would think what's going to happen we, we got out we got out um, walking, walking back through my side towards Manchester Piccadilly and there was fighting everywhere um, people would go because I, I was 13 I had a Spurs shirt on mm. they were walking past us doing the gas noises no. like Man City fans and not just one or two in oh number. so the game was Man City yeah Man City yeah we heard Man City did you win taking our end and that as um, well. we did won 4-2 yeah and we got Arsenal in the semi-final when they beat us 93 but uh, that was the most intimidating yeah. um, and uh, West Ham away is quite bad but I love it I, lo- I love I love the f- I love that tension I love that mm. thick atmosphere knowing full well that I'm not going to get filled in yeah that's that always good to feel safe ultimately you know that Th- there's um, a few more like question or, or mentions which um, or just comments that I've seen because these are recent I always look at the comments in the first day or so and yeah, then yeah. Uh, maybe lose it but um, it's quite nice so someone's saying here uh, best channel on YouTube. Really? So the Long Ball Street, not Ball Street, the Long Ball Street, our podcast is the best channel on YouTube. Aaron Malloy, thank you, mate. Um, Big up. I think there's a few people, I don't know, like KSI and that, that might have something to say about that, but our 1,800 subscribers. A powerful it's 1,917. Shut up. Yes. See, it's rise. We, we love that. Thank We're you very much. much. We are, and then actually there's some, um, this, the, all the videos, who's that Reading fan, is asking... Um, who we'd like to if Huddersfield couldn't but someone had to break into the top two who would who would I like it to be you go first who would you like to see promoted from the because uh, f- from, you're not going to get into the top no. two are you Jack and you know also take outside it. of the top two to get in yeah so if someone had to break in Huddersfield nice yeah. if I couldn't have Huddersfield who would I like it to be um, not Leeds definitely not How Leeds how about Reading for that bloke I think if it had to be, yeah, I don't want Sheffield Wednesday, so I'd probably have to say Reading, actually. Yeah. So I would say Leeds. In fact, no, Chef Wednesday, just because they beat us twice, they've got our number, and they're fucking organised, so they just suck us in and then hit us on I the break. I just in the Championship this season, there's no, like, amazing teams, there's just a few, like, better than average Cheers, teams. Jack. Except for Yeah, thank no, no. Yeah, it, oh, Even, like, Newcastle, Brighton, yeah. they've lost a lot of games this season. Vulnerable, aren't they? Questionnaire: Did Adam go for the Sainsbury's girl? I would like full details in the next episode. We've answered that. Pod questions. No, though. I don't, I'm, I'm, I've not read this yet, so this could be ridiculous. But guys, what do you think of people who are unbelievable at FIFA games, but don't have the skill to do football basics in real life? I was just watching Spencer's last football versus FIFA episode, and I was thinking about this. Um, I, d- I don't mean any hate. I quite like him saying I don't mean yeah. any hate. It's a Gary Colbert. It's a very nice. You can just tell he's had this kind of thought at like three o'clock in the morning. So <laughs> just yeah. hit him. He's like, oh, I can't yeah. sleep now. There's a great subreddit on Reddit called uh, Shower Thoughts, and it's just things that people pop into people's heads when they have a shower. Read that. <laughs> no, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's really good. It's nothing. It's not nothing blue. Okay. Um, <laughs> so do you have a thought on that? Yeah, um, no, it's, no, I mean, it's fine. Actually, it gives people that aren't very good at football, because it's quite a difficult game to play. It's really difficult to get really good at. If you can sh- find glory for your mates by playing FIFA, it's all good. Yeah. It's fine. I don't mind. I mean, you, you look at the amount of people that have opinions on football in, in the stadiums, you'd think all of them were like Zidane. Mm. But you know they probably couldn't kick the ball in a straight line. So, um, yeah, it's fine. It's all good. 
and I know you don't mean hate and that's fine there was no hate there but um, you know let it go yeah let, let everyone be Just free and, and happy should we go one more go on alright then um, Jack I'll have to answer it though Jason Hooliston great name I love Jason he sent me that great question last week oh did he yeah. should we do another one then or? Uh, do, okay. go say on, Hooliston Hooliston that's like the commentator's dream isn't it Hooliston Hooliston the Hoolahan yeah. Personal cult heroes. Every club has its cult heroes, but many football fans tend to have their own personal cult heroes. Yeah. Not from their club. Despite being an Arsenal fan, mm. I grew an affinity for Milan Baros. I did actually because he, he won me money on top goal scorer in the um, Euros. What, what was the Euros? Yeah, you know Czech the Republic. One? Yeah, yeah. Uh, his great run of form in Euro 2004. There That's we go. Caught <laughs> <called> my attention, <laughs> and I've cheered him on ever since. His boots, his hair. His simple playing style and the lack of love he received at any at Anfield made me a supporter of the guy. Honor, honorable mentions: Lee Hendrick, Lauren Robert. I did love. <laughs> I did love a bit of Lauren. Lauren Robert. Everyone knows his name. Uh, and Matthew Kilgallen. Um, Matthew Kilgallen. Yeah, I know. What is Gallen in Jason's head? I quite like this. That's, that's one of my favourite ever ever comments. Actually, yeah. If we got any, uh, I guess. Sorry. Milan Barish, yeah. Matthew Kilgallen of Leeds, fame. He was, was a dirty. He was a quite a. He was a. Lee Hendry, right? That's weird. That's a mixed bag. That is, that's that's <laughs> not even a good five-a-side team. Got? What you got? I don't know. You go first. Go any, any players that caught your eye? Um, so I've got two players that I really love for no real reason, and one I really hate for no real reason. Go so on. the first one is a guy who plays for Lowestoft Town called Jake Reed. Solely because every time he scores and they report it on the radio, it sounds like Jack Reeve. <laughs> so that was, you don't know no idea who he is? Or no, I know who like. he is, but it's just cool. <laughs> um, second one, a guy called Carl Shepard plays, I think, for Shamrock Rovers. Signed him on my Luton Town save in FM12. Took me to Dizzy Heights. Um, loved him. The Chapman legends are good. You do develop a strange yeah, affinity with weird. these people. Follow them on Twitter and everything. Yeah, <laughs> follow them on them. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. fucking cheers. I, was, for I that, just, mate. just want to say thank you. That was basically <laughs> what did he say? He was like, no worries, mate. He's got like <laughs> two thousand followers, so because he because he's good on Championship Manager. No, just no. That's like not many for a footballer. What I'm it? saying is, when he said no worries, mate, you did you tweet him and say I you DM'd great him. on my football. Yeah, I DM'd and I was like, I just want to say thanks for like. Why did you just do it in open? Well, I'm not going to be able to go over to Sh- Shamrock Rovers, am I? No, I mean that's at him. Like, oh, DMing. I thought it was a bit more kind of. I wanted to go straight to the man. Yeah, just yeah. to thank him directly. Yeah. <laughs> make sure, make sure he saw it. The guy I hate, um, a guy called St- Stelios Janakopoulos, used to play for Bolton in like 2009. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Only reason why. Don't think I ever watched him in real life. I used to collect the shootout cards. And I used to get him in literally every pack. And I had about 30 of Stelios Janakopoulos. And I used yeah. to open it. I was like, I've got him. I've got him. I'm sick of him. You sick of destroy me as, a, long as like a seven-year-old. Getting them 35p packs that I'd saved up for all week. Yeah, that's and quite disappointing. It's so nothing to do with football, really. No. But I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> I hate his guts. God, I don't know, actually. Um, you go, if you've got someone, you go. I've got Fastino Espria. Oh, with... Yeah. He was amazing. Yeah. yeah I and love Tino. Yeah. And that hat-trick against Barca. Yes. Fucking love Mate, that. it was sex. But just his whole... Um, <laughs> Just his way, the fact that he'd get caught in the airport with firearms, yeah, and his face, and you, you just know that wherever he was, he didn't trust anybody, and he was, he was ready to fucking go to war. Wasn't his it? life is madness. Yeah. It's fu- like crazy shit. Over, yeah. Like he wakes up and there's just 
naked women everywhere. Yeah. Piles of stuff. Guns. Gu- gu- piles guns of guns. and cocaine. Cocaine, that's yeah. what we're <laughs> Just a pile of it. And then he doesn't do any of it all. That's no. the weird thing about yeah. Plastino Asperi. He's not interested. He's fucking He awesome. just wants piles yeah. just to show how wealthy he is to the world. And you know what he did for real? After, fin- after, after finishing his professional career, he brought out a range of condoms. What a G. Yeah. And they're massive. That is what a G. Yeah. And so there's always players that you you end up um, loving. And I, I, I remember having a bit of a crush on Jean-Pierre Papin yeah. as a kid. But that's not... And he was amazing. Though. Yeah, he was amazing. Has he got, have they got... Oh, right, yeah. They've got to be... Um, shit. Shit, haven't Ish. they? Ish. Lauren Robert wasn't shit. No, he was he fucking. He used to no. smack him. I, think, oh I, tell you, I used to love how, how Hitzelsperger used to cream a ball. But how when, when a left-footed player mm. connects, yeah. it's just different. It's yeah. a different movement. The ball comes off. Yeah. Philip Billing at Uddersfield Town. He connects with a ball. Yeah. Like, I saw that shot. Saw that shot. Well, he's got, laughing, don't he pings it. No, it's just making me laugh. This conversation. Philip Billing. <laughs> Billing. Yeah. <laughs> well, he plays with Huddersfield. He's actually rated. Uh, he could go on to be good, but he pings it. But <laughs> Hitzelsperger used to fucking smack a ball and it was there's nothing better to watch than someone pinging so it Robert Robert used to ping Philip Albert another great Philip Philip Albert. and that little the chip yeah, yeah. Like, shit he yeah. was rubbish but going forward he, yeah. was, he was superb he was um, and Stephen Hunt I'll, I'll mm. always hate him I'll always hate his guts Stephen Hunt which was he He's, he played for Reading is he the guy he that injured for... Czechs Czech with yeah, yeah. yeah he did yeah, that yeah, on purpose yeah, yeah, yeah. Did that on purpose. I fucking hate it. I tell you what I hate. I hated that era oh, of Steve Stone. Like, yeah. you know, you just ne- no. no. Andy Sinton and Steve Stone. Do you remember Steve that era Gumby. of these short, wide wingers that Do you know what I mean? Coming on the pod. I've heard that, yeah. I know, it's just like, I'm sorry. It, it, it's sick I these, uh, playing for England the, the people you have had to support at times playing for England in them teams <laughs> you know what I mean you're just like fucking come on man like uh, is, this what, is this the best uh, we've got you got any I love Afton Ben Arthur I know you can't Ben Arthur was an amazing player yeah. uh, th- th- some of them runs when he, w- so he's one of them players that because of his size um, w- when he plays and gets strong you know, it takes a bit of a getting into a rhythm, and then he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Marcus Stewart was the same when he was running strong and fit after 20 games. Michael Owen don't come back from injuries well, but once he's up and running, mm-hmm. was impactful. But Ben Arthur, some of them long, dri- I love driving runs from midfield. That they're always a, a great thing. You know, someone's direct, yeah. and then they come up to the last line, and do they pass it or do they go for the one-two, or they just find a way of pushing it through? Mm-hmm. I like them ones. Mm-hmm. Ben Arthur. Anything else? No. All right, good podcast, yeah. Jack. So much for coming down. Yes, thank pleasure, you, yeah. Jack. Yeah, no. Long awaited debut. You'll have to come back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's been good. Um, often you'll see Jack on our deadline days. Talking. Yeah, Dude, couldn't, couldn't make last one. No, I couldn't. No, busy. No. Was you? <laughs> I was actually. Yeah, busy. Okay. I was working. Working was you? Doing what? BBC. Something to do with the BBC. Yeah. Well, we were talking about combat in the mainstream, and he's off choosing oh, the BBC over like, Bull Street. Yeah. Fucking both camps. <laughs> I'm just sitting on the fence. Yeah, yeah. Now, but Jack, mate, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, if you're watching, check out Jack's channel. Subscribe to Norwich City. Mm. Um, even if even if you don't like Norwich City, you have to find yeah. side football. And I, and I eat breakfast on camera because I realised 
Norwich are crap, but food's great. So. Food is good. Yeah. But the um, but support Jack, it's really people like Jack, I think, that are a vital part for all fans when we think about it. It's not necessarily just about the teams. It's actually fans that are trying to provide a service and that are sometimes getting, as we've discussed, stopped by that. And I think that we've got a really nice community on here and people that are mm-hmm. able to actually go, yeah, I support this team, but... I can think this or I support Tottenham but I can say that um, because it isn't just about oh you don't support my team therefore I'm not interested in it Um, this is about people emerging and creating uh, audiences around their shared passions but ultimately we're all football fans and fighting for the same thing so yeah give Jack some love thanks for watching thanks for listening up the fighting cock see you at the far post see you at the far post (laughs) Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.